Bidzy Small Business Society number 62. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome to another episode of Bidzy's Small Business Society. Now, as entrepreneurs and small business owners, we all have concerns around money. And today's guest, Justin Crane, is here to give some powerful insights into helping all of us understand the money side of our businesses. So Justin is a money strategist for business owners. He teaches entrepreneurs how to be strategic when it comes to money matters so that they can grow their businesses. Justin has been featured on CBS, Fox Business News, and MSNBC. And his strategies allow you to live the best life today while also saving for the future. So welcome, Justin. Can you tell us more about yourself and your business? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I am really excited to be on. Thank uh, you for joining us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of like evolved into this. So I'm a CFP, Certified Financial Planner. And and, uh, over the course of time, I've worked with a lot of clients and I've asked them, like, you know, how much money do you need to make in your business? so that you could save, you know, $10,000 for retirement a year or, you know, what do your profits need to me if you want if you want to save for college or whatever. And they really wouldn't know a lot of the business owners wouldn't know. And then I started probing just a little bit like how much money are you making in your business and, you know, where's it going and all that stuff. And I got like the, you know, the deer in the headlights, Rob. It was like <laughs> they just didn't know. So, and, and then I like dug deeper. I'm like, all right, well, okay. So it looks like the bookkeeper is doing the data entry. And then it looks like, um, the, um, the accountant is doing tax planning, but who's looking at the numbers in the business and being strategic with them. And that's really what I saw was that there was this big gigantic, and there still is this black hole of people not understanding what their money is telling them, how to track it, um, how to be smart with it the business side of things, not just the personal side. Right. So those strategies go either way. Like it looks like you started uh, planning for people on the personal side and you translated that over into their businesses. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I think the business lesson is, is find a niche, find a pain point and find something that you're very happy in solving that makes you feel good. And that's just what, that's what I've done. 
So I think you talked about some of those pain points already, but let's dig in. What are those pain points that entrepreneurs and small business owners are experiencing when it comes to money matters? Yeah, the first thing is, is I get the question, where did all of the money go? <laughs> so that, that means great question, point. by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people ask it all the time is, um, there's, there's a certain amount of cash in the bank at the beginning of the month. And then there's a certain amount of cash in the bank at the end of the month. And then what business owners don't kind of get is a, where did the money go? Where did it, where did it get spent? And what are the top two or three drivers that change the cash balance? Now, before I go into how you figure that out, if you just think about what I just kind of intimated, when I talk a little bit more detail about tracking, about really getting into the nitty gritty of the numbers, a lot of people think that they have to do it. And that's what I wanna make clear is that you don't. You just have to find someone who can do it for you and tell you what you need to know over like a glass of wine. In fact, I see, um, oh, that's a that's a microphone in the eye in the Small Business Society, but it looks like a glass of wine. <laughs> maybe I'm like, <laughs> it, it's still, it's still early, Justin, we're not there yet, so. Yeah, so, um, the thing is, is you got to find someone whose strength is in dealing with the numbers and then they need to be able to communicate it to you in a way that makes it clear for you so that you feel like you know what you need to know and you don't have to know all of the little details. So for instance, where did all the money go? You got to know like how much money did you have at the beginning of the month? How much money did you have at the end of the month? And what were the top two or three changes to your cash balance? Now, that could be the amount of income you made. It could have been paying down debt. It could have been distributions that you took out of your business into a personal account. But there's a lot of little moving parts that go into that calculation. And you need to know how much cash you have in the bank. So that's one thing is like a pain point of they have no clue where the money went. The second biggie is profits. A lot of people will make sales, but they'll realize that by the time they get around to doing their taxes, they haven't made the kind of profit that they thought they would be making by now. And then they look back and they're like, gee, I left my corporate job and now I'm making this and working twice as hard. Yeah. This is crazy. So I got to get people to understand a what their profits are and then b really how to make more money. Absolutely. So did you have a, was there a third point there as well? Like, so we're talking about, you want to find out where the money is spent. Uh, we want to find out what our profits are and what, sorry, I thought you had a third one there. I have like seven more. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I mean, though, if those are the two big ones, fine. But if you want to continue, if we could get into more detail on that for this actionable stuff, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, so the first one is the cash and what happened to it. So, and I want everyone to have at least one or two months expenses in the bank, in your business bank account. So do you even know what your expenses are each month? Like what's your normal overhead, your monthly nut for your business? Again, you don't have to be the one to figure this out. You got to just go to your book bookkeeper. And for those of you listening, you don't have a bookkeeper. You got to get one. And we can talk about that for a little bit if you want to, like how to get one, what to look for and all that. But the bottom line is go to your bookkeeper or someone that knows what your monthly nut is and um, which means you should have QuickBooks or Zero or FreshBooks or, you know, um, there's some other programs out there, but I'll just stick with QuickBooks. You go into your QuickBooks and you look at what your average expenses are every month. And then that's the amount of money that you should have in the bank for at least one month, maybe two months. So step one, have an emergency savings account 
for your business, not just for your personal money. Yeah, I was just going to say, we're talking about all in. We're talking about marketing expenses. We're talking about wages. We're talking about every uh, dime of overhead, right? The whole enchilada. But if you're a product-based business owner where let's just say that you make a cookie. So you got to go out and buy a bunch of ingredients to make a cookie. What I'm talking about is not the not the expenses to go to make a cookie. I'm talking about the overhead and any expenses, not the cost of goods sold. That's the technical term. But like if you're an interior designer, I'm talking about um, uh, your expenses that are more like your overhead, not to go buy a chandelier and mark it up by 30%. Sure, we're talking about the fuel it takes to go to the place and buy it as well, right? Absolutely, everything, everything. So you got to look at those expenses and you want to shoot for one to two months expenses. So in the bank, like is your emergency account. So when you're faced with making a decision, you got to look at that and you got to be like, okay, well, I need to have my cushion in there. Well, you know, should I be making this investment? Should I be doing that? And you're, for those of you who are like, God, man, I would love to just have one month. Well, the reason why you probably don't have one month in cash is because your sales aren't high enough your expenses are too high, or you're making poor investments in your business. You're, you're spending money on things in your business that are not good and aren't giving you the kind of return that you need. Okay, so what would some of those things be? What are those money pits that you're talking about? Um, I think a lot of it is people. A lot of people, business owners, on the one hand, will think that they have to do everything themselves, but eventually they'll get out of their own way and hire people. But a lot of times they're hiring the wrong people. Like they want to, if they want to hire an assistant, just like a straight assistant or a virtual assistant or whatever, the skill set that they're hiring for is like attention to detail, following up, not letting things fall through the cracks. But then they hire the wrong kind of person. They hire a creative that really doesn't do what they want them to do. And then that's a major pain. So that's one example, hiring the wrong people. Another one is, is, um, investing in your business where there is no return quick and and it's either takes too long or it's too much money and you haven't tested it so let me give you an idea like an example a a a a riskier investment would be to hire like a publicist and pay them money every month and there's you can't really attach the revenue to it because you get publicist has got to get you into um a newspaper or a TV or a podcast or a blog or whatever it is, but that takes time and that's a lot of money every month versus maybe sponsoring a networking breakfast, which is a one-time investment and much uh, smaller amount of money. And then you can kind of test it and see if it works. And then if it works, you can go much bigger with it. I think you'd very quickly see those conversions based on that breakfast, right? Yeah. I mean, you got to know going in, how much money am I going to invest? And I always like to use a term of like three times my money, two to three times my money. So if I'm going to invest $100 in a breakfast, I need to be making 300 bucks on the back end. And if I don't think I could be making that, then I'm not going to do it. And that's why people don't make a profit. And when I'm talking about a profit, I want people to make 10% or more. 10%. So if your sales are 100 grand, the business needs to make a profit of 10,000. After you pay yourself a salary, or if you're taking distributions, if you're just like moving money from this is where I can start to lose people. But again, just stay with me because it's really important. <laughs> yep. When you have like two accounts, you have a business account and you have a personal account. 
When you move money from your business account to your personal account, and you just have what's called a withdrawal or a distribution, or you just move the money, that doesn't show up on your profit and loss statement as an expense. It shows up somewhere else. I'm not gonna go into where, but it doesn't affect the profitability of your business, but it affects the cash of your business. So I want you to think of, of the Justin way of measuring profits as when you're taking that money out of your account, your business account, to put it into your personal, I want you to think of that as an expense. I want you to think of that as an expense. So when you're moving that money, you want to have at least a 10% profit. So if your sales are, let's just say, $100,000 and your expenses are $50,000, now you have a profit of 50, right? But now let's say you're taking $45,000 out of the bank to live on. You're just moving that money every, you know, that's annually. You just move that money, you know, one time, whatever. Right, just paying yourself a salary, sure. Well, or is that in the U.S., that's different. A salary is going to have tax withholding. I'm just taking about talking about just a distribution, moving the money from one account to the other. What happens is, is that's you need to think of that as like your expenses as well. So if you just move forty five grand, then you'd have five thousand dollars left as that Justin way of calculating the profits. But I don't want you to have five thousand. I want you to have ten thousand, which is ten percent of the sales. So in that example, you could only move forty thousand into your personal account. This is where people get stuck. This is where people will say, oh my God, there's not enough money at the end of the month. Um, I'm never making enough money. Um, cash flow is a nightmare. I'm robbing Peter to pay Paul. Um, you know, I can't pay my vendors. It's hard for me to make payroll. I can't pay myself this. This is where it's all coming from. It's the allocation of the money as it comes in. Very interesting. I'd certainly love to learn more. Is there, uh, just give it to us now. We're going to ask you later, but we can learn more about this on your website. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The, the site is J, the letter J, J Crane with a K, jcrane.com. Go there and let's dig into this some more. Yes. Yeah, so one thing I was sort of picking up earlier is that you really want to focus on what you're good at and sort of outsource those things that you don't necessarily have the time, the energy, or the wherewithal to to deal with. So, I mean, if you start getting into your numbers, you got to sort of decide what is that going to cost you to learn, right? Yes. But I, I, I see a lot of people who start to do their own books and, you know, I'm not into that. I'm just going to say it flat out. You got to hire a bookkeeper. You didn't like... Most people, you didn't get into business to do your own books. You got into business to make an impact, to sell your stuff, to do the things that you want to do. But the thing is, is people have really bad experiences with bookkeepers. A lot of the time they pay too much. They're not getting what they want. They're hiring the wrong kind of bookkeeper. Maybe we should talk a little bit about that. I think when people, when people look to hire bookkeepers, the first thing is, you want to hire a bookkeeper that's really going to be invested in your business, that's going to take an interest in you and what your business is all about. If they view as, if they view you as just another customer or client that's going to pay them, that's not what you want because you want the bookkeeper to go the extra mile to reach out to you to make sure that you're getting what you need. So how do you get past that, I guess, past that hard sell of the bookkeeper who's looking, just simply looking for more clients? Is that that they reach back out to you or they initiate contact with you when there may be a problem, for instance? 
Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, I think it goes when you're hiring anyone to do anything, when you're the client, how are they approaching you? What's their body language? How do, how is their tone in the conversation? Do they have good follow-up? I mean, do they have attention to detail? That's the kind of stuff that you want to make sure that they have. And then when you get into the numbers, you need to make sure that you're capping your bookkeeper at a monthly amount of money. Most bookkeepers will work hourly and they'll just work for as long as it takes to get the job done. But what if you don't want to spend 500 bucks a month and you only want to spend 200? So you need to tell your bookkeeper, like, I need you to do as much work for $200 and then call me or email me and tell me what you've done. So how do you continue in the case that uh, there's a whole bunch more work to be done? Do you put that on the back burner and wait until the next uh, pay cycle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, like we're midway through 2016. A lot of business owners, I'll just say, don't even worry about 2015. Don't even worry about the first few months of 2016. Just have them get the last month done. So if, for instance, if it's July, just have them do June. Just get one month going so you can see what's going on with the numbers in your business for that month. And sorry, this is for somebody just taking the leap into finding a bookkeeper for the very first time. Go back 30 days. Yeah, yes, yes. And so you want to make sure that you cap them and then you want to make sure that they're sending you three reports and that they're explaining it to you or you you have someone like me that can. So there's a profit and loss statement. That's the first report that'll basically tell you is the business making money? And if so, how much? Great, great stuff. So you're giving us some extremely actionable stuff here, Justin. We appreciate it very much. So I want to switch gears a little bit here. So on your own entrepreneurial journey, what have been some of the best rewards working for yourself and being an entrepreneur? The best rewards have been learning from all of the failures that I've had. (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, The biggest failure by far has been giving people what they need rather than what they want. And um, the reward of, of giving people what they want and then having the option to give them what they need to me has been great. It's, it's helped my results. It's given me a totally different perspective on how to um, deliver an ideal outcome for a client. So the impact really has been to to teach them and show people that their business is the engine that's going to fund their personal goals and that's going to deliver them the financial life that they want to. So can you give us a a real world example uh, of maybe somebody you've worked with, a business you've worked with? What is uh, one of the things that they thought they needed, uh, but instead you gave them what they wanted? That's a great question. Um, Well, I'll, I'll go with this one. I think I was working with, um, no, she wasn't a a client, but she was in a program that I, um, that I teach kind of in a group, um, environment. Um, this lady thought that, um, she wouldn't really not have enough money to, um, to have a kid. She's single. She really wanted to have a, um, a kid and she tried, you know, all of the things that women try to get pregnant, like, you know, IVF, um, artificial insemination, like all that stuff. And it never worked. And then I'm like, well, why don't we look at, you know, really, um, looking at adopting. And she's like, really? I'm like, yeah, why don't you try that? Why don't you look? And she's like, there's no way it's so expensive, blah, blah, blah. But I got her to, to view her life as like really what she wanted out of it and what her values were. And if she had all the money in the world, what would she be doing? And she's like, oh, I would fully adopt. 
Well, then I'm like, well, let's just figure out a way how you can adopt a kid. So we developed a plan to give her what she really wanted rather than what she like she thought she needed. Oh, I got to put money away for my 401k and, you know, so I could save money and I'll have money when I'm 82. And I think that's great. But I'm also interested in today. And she wanted to be a mom today. So we figure out a way to do that. And then when I see these posts on Facebook with her kid, I'm like, wow, now that is real financial life planning. That's the good stuff. That's got to be really rewarding for you, too, to see uh, one of your, you know, quote unquote students uh, really putting that stuff into play and taking that actionable advice and putting it into play. So more of your rewards, like how are you landing these sort of high profile engagements on in places like MSNBC and ABC? Help us help somebody understand who may be in your shoes or close to your shoes. How would they also be able to sort of land those engagements? Is it all sort of uh, nepotism, I guess? Or <laughs> Yeah, my uncle is uh, CEO of NBA. Yeah, no, no, it's really uh, that's through a publicist. And I made the decision that I'm going to invest in a publicist and it's going to be a year long commitment. And I am not going to expect because I'm not going to expect um, um, an ROI on that. Because uh, it's it's very um, it's very very hard to track a return on investment from being on TV. Like, how do you do that? You can, you know, sometimes on TV they're not even going to let you send people to a link, so you can't even create a custom link to track. But but it's very um, it builds a lot of credibility. I mean, you're bringing it up. Um, it, sure. it really yeah. helps. It's, people. it's like it's like a like a brand building place. Yeah, right? yeah. And sometimes you feel like your business is ready for that. And I talk a lot about the distinction between what a business owner needs and what the business needs. And where my business is right now, the business needed more exposure. The business needed more national exposure. A business owner needs happiness, work-life balance, feeling good, financial security, all that stuff. But the business, the business needed this. Yeah, for sure. So the business needs exposure. The business needs customers. So besides that publicist getting you those engagements uh, on those media outlets and doing things like this as well, Justin, being on a podcast, what other ways are you connecting with customers and expanding your customer base? Um, my thing is, is if I can give people a hug, they're going to work with me. <laughs> so I need to get out there and give people hugs. I mean, I focus on, um, I usually work with a lot of women business owners. So they're interested in, in the experience, in, um, in live events, in um, ways that I can you know, connect with them. So speaking is a big one for me. Being on podcasts is a big one for me. Uh, and then also just the consistency of, um, of showing up and, um, putting content out there, I guess through email as well. For sure. So when you're talking about speaking, do you mean keynoting corporate events, for instance? No, cause I'm not looking to go after corporations. I'm looking to go after small business owners primarily women. So I'll go to women's groups, women's functions, uh, stuff like that to, um, to connect with them. Okay. So why the focus on women? What do you see as an opportunity with that demographic? Women are very coachable. They don't, they're not macho like guys are. We guys are more like, we think we know everything and we're not going to let our guard down until we really realize that we have to maybe too late. And Women are much more interested in the experience and in the feelings that go along with running a business. So I want to make myself different than all of the other financial advisors out there. So number one, I'm targeting uh, business owners that want to 
um, deal with their business money. And I'm part, I'm, I'm going after women, um, who recognize that they have a need for it and they want like a big brother to help them and to help them watch their money and be strategic with it. I want to really get into, um, the importance of a coach or a mentor, especially on money matters. Why is that so important to have that consultant or that coach or that mentor in business, Justin? Because my grandma used to tell me, Justin, you can't even see the hump on your own back. And that's pretty <laughs> much it. I mean, people, they need outside perspective. I mean, I was, I just, last week, I was picking someone's brain who was 73, who was in my space because I wanted his perspective on it. I think really it's perspective, experience, and just understanding that you know you don't have all of the answers. You can't see things from someone else's point of view because they're on the outside and you're too close to it. And I always say too, it's just good to have somebody uh, on your side, but also have that person who's not scared to hurt your feelings and really uh, sort of call you on your crap and tell you like it is, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's take a break to thank our sponsors. Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to find a service provider to complete your projects? Are you sick of scrambling on the phone trying to connect with someone who is willing to meet with you to work on your projects? Try Bidzy. Go to bidzy.com, sign up, choose a category, and enter a few details about what you need done. It's free to post projects in any category. Connect with local professionals in such categories as bathroom and kitchen renovation, real estate professional, graphic design, flooring, gym membership, tire sales and service, carpet cleaning, and many, many more. You're notified each time a local professional submits a bid on your project. Choose the bid you like best, and now you've found a local professional to complete your project. Use our rating system to give feedback about the business. Post your projects, sit back, and let local professionals come to you. Sign up and post projects for free at Bidzy.com. Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to find a service provider to complete your projects? Are you sick of scrambling on the phone trying to connect with someone who is willing to meet with you to work on your projects? Try Bidzy. Go to Bidzy.com, sign up, choose a category, and enter a few details about what you need done. It's free to post projects in any category. Connect with local professionals in such categories as bathroom and kitchen renovation, real estate professional, graphic design, flooring, gym membership, tire sales and service, carpet cleaning, and many, many more. You're notified each time a local professional submits a bid on your project. Choose the bid you like best, and now you've found a local professional to complete your project. Use our rating system to give feedback about the business. Post your projects, sit back, and let local professionals come to you. Sign up and post projects for free at Bidzy.com. Justin, I want to ask you a few questions now so that our listeners can learn more about your personal interests. Are you ready? Oh, my God. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, these are going to be really heavy questions. The Uh, first one is this, man. Uh, What type of cell phone do you use? (laughs) iPhone 6 Plus, the big one. What type of car do you drive? Prius. Do you have a favorite vacation spot? Greece. Do you have a favorite food? I'll go with with, um, a good slice of pizza. Do you have a favorite book? 
I do. It's coming out on October 16th. <laughs> oh, is it by Justin Crane? <laughs> it is. It's called Money. <laughs> right. It's called Money. You got this. Money, and, uh, you got this by yeah. Justin Crane. So, are we looking on Amazon or what are we doing for that? Yeah, Amazon, Amazon. Yeah, it'll be out later this year. But um, yeah, I just take. Um, I don't. Know if, I'm sure people have seen Seinfeld. Like that, oh. that's the Seinfeld show. Man, I really, love Seinfeld. I've wrapped that uh, entire series no less than twenty times. So yeah, go. Yeah, on. <laughs> the thing is, is that the Seinfeld show is literally about nothing. <laughs> it's just they. He just takes funny everyday life experiences and they just roll with it. And that's what I've done with this book. I've taken my crazy, funny experiences in other people's and turned them each into a money lesson. So man, I love Seinfeldian humor. So yeah. I'll be picking it yeah. up. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And then another book to really answer your question is I'm reading the, um, the, um, Elon Musk book that Ashley Vance wrote and it's pretty good. Also, do you have a favorite podcast? Oh boy. Yeah. I think, um, the one that I like the most is, um, just cause these guys are so funny is called listen, money matters. And there's just two guys. It's a pretty popular one, but they're just funny. They're really, really funny guys. Just keeping it loose, not taking things too seriously. Is that right? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's why their, their podcast is so successful. <laughs> these guys are all, they're just funny and they talk about money. So it's, it's cool. Sorry, Listen, Money Matters, is that right? Yeah, Listen, Money Matters. Cool. So, Justin, what do you do to wind down after a long or stressful day? I like to go for a run. Now, do you love to win or hate to lose, and why? Oh, my God. I'm going to go with a hate to lose. I think that we're wired to not wanting to not want to lose. So, losing is, I, I think, yeah, a little bit more like that. I think just the pain of, of loss for me is worse than the, the, the glory of, I mean, no one likes to lose. So I don't know. It's a tough question. I like both. Um, but I think the lesson for me is for my first, I don't know, 15 years as a financial advisor, I definitely played not to lose. Now as an entrepreneur, I'm playing to win. I guess for me now, the new, the new paradigm is play to win. Now, Justin, let's boil this thing down. What is that one piece of advice that you want to share with our listeners to take control of their money, not only in their businesses, but also in their lives? More of the same equals more of the same. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I think we could use the Albert Einstein quote here and just say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what does the future look like for you and your business? Um, I think it's um, a lot more education and strategy for business owners. Um, I just don't think there's enough of it out there. I mean, you look at the big brands like, you know, um, a quick books, you know, into it, you look at like um, mint, um, you look at uh, on the investing side, you've got a lot of uh, fidelities and Schwabs and all that kind of stuff. I think it's I think people are going to want strategy. Um, that's where I'm going to continue to go is just really give business owners strategy from a financial perspective on what they need to do with their money and how they need to think. So if people want to learn more about that education and strategy straight from your head, how can they connect with you? I think the best way is to just get on the phone with me and let me give you an evaluation of your biz 
I'm still doing it now. Um, it's, it's just a free strategy and evaluation session. Um, they just got to go to J crane, J K R A N E.com forward slash S S like Sam, Sam, J K R A N E.com forward slash S S. Excellent. Justin, thank you so much for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You've been very generous with your time. You take care. You too. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 